This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Ladies and gentlemen. The show is about to start in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Good evening, welcome to another edition of that Millwall podcast, podcast, the number one interactive Millwall fan show anywhere out there on the internet. Some others will try, but please do never ever accept substitutes to the real that Millwall podcast. Uh, Good evening, hopefully you all enjoyed the thumbnail, what I did, Stephen didn't really um know a lot about it so um yep it is what it is um so we are joined by the one and only negative dan dan i have had someone text in um and message me by the way yeah and said dan when he isn't talking tell him to stay the fuck off his phone (laughs) all right I'll, I'll absolutely do my best to stay off my phone. I'm sorry. So, because all they can see is you looking as if you're you're not interested. And I promise and, I am. I'm trying so, to show everyone how, how yeah. rubbish my haircut is, though. So I, I, I said to him, you know, look, he, he doesn't care. I said, you know, he's just negative, Dan. I said, that's what it is. He's more worried Googling Harry Potter items for sale on, um, <laughs> on eBay than he is about any... I think you mean I'm too busy checking the train times, mate. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, not well, Harry yeah. Potter items. It's old train whistles and hats yeah. and, and uh, tickets and stuff, isn't it? As mm. it says. No, they're sitting it. So, yeah, the um, <laughs> blessing. Um, right. Good evening to Dan. Hope you're well, mate. And good evening to you, um, Husbulla. <laughs> oh, this is outrageous. This is outrageous. Mate, you think it's outrageous? But- you wait. But, you wait till a little tiny bit when I go and open up the presents. What I've been getting, and I'll show you them in a second, mate. I do not know what the fuck is in them because I am not allowed to. I wasn't allowed to open them 
until I was live on show, uh, until I was live on air. So, um, yeah, I mean, look, this is what come through earlier. This come through uh, R5. <laughs> look, um, there's a comment. Uh, there's a couple of comments coming up um, shortly from we Baby. Be, bear with me one second, one second, one second. We should be able to hopefully see your comments come through from Twitter. We might not be able to. If you are trialing, we might not be able to. We might have to look at it manually, but we are trying to um, to come through with it. So, yeah, look, Peter thinks it's classic. Evening, gents. Yesterday's result doesn't matter on to Borough next Saturday winning ways. So, yeah, go on. Um, Stephen, what would you like to say? No, I was just saying there's a couple of comments. This this first one, uh, Bailey, looking forward to hearing all about the game. Stephen went yesterday, got a few pelters on Twitter, seen it differently to the rest of us. Can you put up the next one as well? The next quote from Bailey. Nothing like a home and away fan who dedicates time to doing a podcast being called fickle. Although I do think you were wrong with your Fleming opinion yesterday. He was good, especially first half. First of all, Bailey, thank you very much. Uh, I did get pelters on Twitter yesterday for... Um, my opinion on Zian Fleming. Uh, I'm going to add on to, hold on, hold on. I'm going to add on to his uh, home and away fan who dedicates time to being a podcast, also dedicates his time to being called Hasbullah by the comments and Dan Riggs. It doesn't fucking say anything about Hasbullah, the fucking cheeky gun. <laughs> he needs to realise that. He is not letting this down, is he? No, he's still going on in the chat. Can you see him? You, you, you're obviously... Yeah, yeah, we can see him. You can yeah, see yeah. him on the bottom. He's just going, yeah, same to you, Stephen. <laughs> it's disgusting. Don't ever do that again. He won't, he won't do that again. He's, he's no, not, he won't. He won't, no. That's not his style. No, no. Hello. I will. I will. <laughs> he don't shut up, does he? Is he going to shut up? I think what we need to say, right, is that the problem is with Twitter is that you only get... 240, unless you, you what do you call it, then you can get 10,000 characters. Yeah, yeah. But you just get 240 characters. And I think what he meant was is that he's better than what he has been, but he's still not the full article. Is that what you meant? I'm saying nothing. Screw you both. You do show on your own. <laughs> <laughs> no, on a serious note, on a serious note, that on the comments on Fleming, I was heavily criticised for my opinion on Zian Fleming yesterday. Um, to clarify, he took his goal very well and he did get a very good assist. He, he won his header, which I think you'd come to expect, but he still needed to do the right things in and around the box. But from the halfway line to the box and where I think he, he that's where he's, what he's supposed to be doing in this team, he's too slow. I think he wants too much time on the ball. And ultimately, I, I just think we need a little bit more. Yeah, he got his goal and assist. Yes, he he. Um, hopefully that sparks him into gear. I'm not called. I'm not using him as a scapegoat. I think there were far worse players than him out there yesterday. But if he's going to play in an attacking midfielder position, and he's going to have to be be more effective when he's on the ball and trying to drive us forward. That's what I was trying to say. That's what I was trying to get across. But people just jump on the fact that no, you got to go on assist and what more do you want? So what that's Stephen what I was trying to say. So what Stephen said is, is, is too illiterate to actually write what he meant. And, but then again, he is only little, isn't he? Do you know what I mean? Bless. You hate yeah, Dan thing. Riggs. Uh, do, do you know what, mate? Um, do you know what? You are captain leader legend. Um, 
but I, as I've just put comment in the chat, I want as many bold references and as many bold characters from sitcoms from the world of sport. You're really yeah, it's brave, fine. It's fine. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get slaughtered anyway. It's. I'll, it I'll just show you. Look at. Look. 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 Okay. Look like. Look like you've been to the fish and chip shop, mate. Yeah, right. mate. I've got. This is kebab. I've got. <laughs> glasses case. A little. I'm just gonna rattle through some more comments quickly, Mickey. I've got while a little pen case. Everyone. Okay. But that's not. That's not there. Let's have a bit. But this is. This is the bit, young Stephen. I um I have until I see a comment from Rich, I won't actually open it until he's here. But look at that. And look, I can't fucking see it, but these feel fairly big. These feel like frames or something, mate, where I've got no idea. Until I see a comment from Rich to say oh that he's home. He is. He I is, believe yeah. he is. He is he in is. the chat. He's put yeah, he in already. We so have got just... something for not me, other than Dan Riggs in the chat. Dan Riggs, which I'll open and show you, and then you go see the lads to do it. I have also got something for us as a collective gift. Yep, and I also have something. And listen, Lou and Richard. Thank you very, very much. Look. Boys. It says, Boys Charity Key Rings. There's Richard. Going forward, we were okay. Just needed to finish. I know that's not the same Richard. It's that's not, not the same Richard. But he, Richard, who's dropped you those, is in the chat, I'm sure he is. Yeah, I'm just working my way through the comments quickly for you, Mickey. Mm. Oh, there's someone that, that gets it. There we go. I wouldn't... What's that? Not sure I agree with that. No, no, no. You missed it. You oh, missed it. That's this this was Stephen. This was Stephen's comment. <laughs> oh, yeah. I also noticed, I think, Omar's in the chat as well with the Hasbulla crap. So, um, Don't worry. Fantastic. Omar might be joining us in a bit. He might be, yeah. Oh, good. Another one. Unfortunately, Ben can't <laughs> join us tonight. That's okay. He's... Um... You know, it's what it is. He he will be here at some point on another one. So yeah. yeah. Uh what's up, gentlemen? Watching from cold so, so James, we're James, going, James, James. No, no, James, you are you've answered all my questions because um you must be, I think you are my only listener in South Korea. And it's it's blown my mind that there's someone there, and I wouldn't even know whether or not it was a South Korean or if it was an expat living out there. So let me know. Are you an expat living out there or you're on holiday? Because you might not be the same one, but there is some out there. So yeah. Does Fleming not does Fleming not follow you on Instagram, Half Buller? Oh boy. Can we talk about the game yesterday or yeah, yeah, yeah. To... Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on in. Let's um let's have a post-match reaction from Hasbulla. <laughs> um we were the better team. I tweeted yesterday, we were good, they were clinical, and I think that pretty much sums up the game. They took their chances. We didn't take many of ours until probably the the, the first goal we got ourselves back into the game. And and we made a bit of a go of it. The second one maybe a little bit too late, but um, we were the better team. I thought Duncan Watmore was outstanding. 
um, in in his position. I thought he'd definitely take a claim to be starting next week. And I think Middlesbrough's one of his old... Did we sign him from Middlesbrough? I think we I did. I understand who he is now. Who's that American who's married to a South Korean? But yeah, Duncan Watmore uh, deserves a starting spot next week. Um, as I said, I touched a little bit on Fleming. He's He's got his goal. Hopefully that sparks him back into life uh, a little bit. Um, but we did have a few poor performances. I thought Kevin Nisbet struggled. Um, Struggles every week. Well, I, I think he, he's, he's... I'm starting to lose a little bit of faith with him, uh, in, in all honesty. Um, but um, it's really di- difficult. It's disappointing to lose the game yesterday, but we, we were the better side and the signs are encouraging, apart from the growing injury list. Yeah, I suppose the, the growing injury list is a nightmare. But yeah, yeah I was can about I, to say. Can you, as you sorry, as you're playing around with um with the comments tonight, can you go back to yeah. Connor at nine oh nine, please? Yes, mate. Uh, this one. That's it. Uh, thoughts on the low attendance yesterday, and um, do you think the club could have done more to get fans down? So what we've been talking about to agree in um, in the chat, and yes, I we we were all thinking that maybe the club could have done more to a degree. They could have potentially done bring a mate five pound ticket. You know, should have been maybe, a ten, should have been ten, or even a tenner. Like, to be honest, I mean, you saw Leicester bought three thousand down, didn't they? And that's for a cup game. We'll play them in the league again. I don't know when we do, but it's probably in February or March. So. Mm. No, it's a bit later um, than that. It's April. Is it a bit later than that? Okay. Yeah, I still, my up, point yeah. stands. We are still playing them again in a very short space of time, and obviously they'll bring another three thousand for that. I think I'm just going to let uh, my fellow namesake answer that question on my behalf. I just think that kind of says it all. To be completely honest, I how think many FA Cup uh, ties have we won in front of a packed house? Poor decision from the club as fans. We all want these big prem ties, and I don't think we did enough as a club to get the fans that. Yeah. It it didn't help. It didn't help either that if you're if you weren't a season ticket holder, the ticket price was twenty quid. Yeah, and I I just think I I know I'm I'm aware that in the FA Cup that you have to agree on ticket prices and ticket availability and stuff like that with the other team. So both sides together have to um have to reach an agreement. But why you why I mean Leicester sold out. Fair enough, they did what they did. Um, they brought great attendance. Good for them. Um, but for us, 20 quid for a non-season ticket holder for a cup game, which turning up, a lot of us thought we might have been, been playing some of the youngsters or, 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 you know, making quite a few changes. Um, mm. I just, I think, I think they got it wrong yesterday. I think they got it wrong. Yeah. I, I also, I mean, obviously not opening up the ground is just, I think that's poor. The demand's clearly there at the minute because we are selling out, even in kind of what we think are kind of nothing league games. Like, I wouldn't have put money on us selling out against Norwich. Obviously, we, I don't know whether it was obviously Coventry, Edwards' first game. I kind of get that, but there's a we've sold out probably more home games this season than we haven't sold out. So the demand's definitely there. And I also don't think, although I do suspect this was out of the club's hands, with so many London teams playing F- in FA Cup. Uh, third round at home, I think the 12.30 kickoff didn't really help. I mean, I didn't actually mind the 12.30 kickoff because I was home at four o'clock. So. Yeah, but a lot of people didn't even know it was 12.30 until it was said on the show. 
that's what I mean. So I yeah. think that obviously, like, I only bought my ticket on the uh, on the Friday during the day, and I said to my dad, "Do you want to go?" And my dad was like fifty fifty. I was like, "It's a half twelve kickoff." My dad was like, "Absolutely not." Then, so I don't think that helped, but I also don't think mm. um, the club probably had too much of a say in that factor. To be completely honest, I, I think that was probably more so directed to them by the police. Uh, ticket selling details need to be agreed by both yeah, clubs. They do. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Um, but they, do, but that shouldn't determine but, that the price is set at twenty quid. It just shouldn't no. for a cup game. That, uh, that I, I think we know that Mill are trying to do things differently off the off the field. But there's a lot of there's still a lot of work to be done. And I think if look in the grand scheme of our season, it's not going to define our season. But you could potentially have. We could have won that game yesterday. We really could have won the game yesterday, and we could have had yeah. a we could have had a decent crowd there um, watching it. But we move. So on I think to... I think I think Omar has a point. I think you know he was banging the drum all all week about it uh, on both online and in our group, um, and maybe the club thought that because of the amount of people who Leicester were bringing. That they thought that actually, you know, if we get three, four thousand Leicester, and then as many fans as we get, we're still going to get a good attendance anyway. So, what did, um, is it? You have to split FA Cup tickets. Yeah, you do. As well. Yeah, all, all revenues. Is, fit, yeah, there isn't much enticement from the club. There is there all of a sudden. Um, I'm no. just going to go back a couple of comments quickly, Mickey. Um, just going to pop this one on. Have we obviously we have another injury? Well, we have another two injuries. Obviously, Amaki wasn't in the squad. He's dislocated his shoulder for those who aren't aware, and Leonard's that did his hammy during yesterday's game. How the um, fuck did he dislocate his shoulder though? Because that's not easy to do. No, so I guess it just adds pe- uh, petrol to the fire that we just do Royal Rumble in training. Um, <laughs> so have we got any players out on loan? Well, five out of the six players that we had out on loan are coming back to the club mm. as of tomorrow. So I think Abdul Malik's already back, isn't he? Because he played for the yeah. yeah. Um, Abdul, Abdul Malik only went out on a one-month loan. Um, yeah. Obviously, so, Joe Wright. Joe Wright. If they name Joe Wright in a match day squad, say as if Joe Wright's in the squad against Middlesbrough, then he can't go out again on loan because he's played for an EFL team. But don't think National League teams quite at that threshold. So I think off the top of my head, a Coley, for example, could be in the match day squad against Middlesbrough. Then we sign someone, and then we could send a Coley out on loan to someone like Sutton United. Yeah. Where, uh, yeah, I think you're going to find that a lot of Mills players that are on the fringe are going to end up at Sutton uh, in yeah. the foreseeable future. Obviously, with Steve Morrison taking the um, manager's job there. Um, good luck to him. Hope it works out well. He's got O'Brien, yeah. Aiden O'Brien, and uh, Harry Smith as his um, as his front as his two, strike yeah. force. So, uh, but I'm sure we'll be, be sending yeah. a few players. Yeah, we'll have a few. Say, obviously, we will. And then maybe, probably... maybe Cambridge will be their next step after that as well. Mm. Maybe we'll come back to that one, Mark. Um, but it is one to sit there and can do. I, uh, Mickey, can I just put one more comment up that he, um, we did have up very briefly on this one? The club tweeted another sellout. That was actually for the QPR game, um, I believe. The QPR yeah, tickets now have sold and out. Didn't even have... get to members. No club balance is out. What fans are expected compared to their running costs, especially a twelve thirty kickoff. And being January, there are a lot of people balancing their finances. Yeah, Nesbitt needs a run of games. He also needs to be less selfish and cross the ball. Uh, talking of prices, how can the FA accept £39 a tick? You see, I, I, again, we'll go back to this. When I was found on the board, we had this with Leeds. 
Leeds oh, basically bingo. Like, oh, look, okay. Leeds <laughs> basically um when when we got the refund for Leeds a while back where everyone pretty much gave it to charity anyway, the difference. But what happens with a lot of these clubs now is that if you look at a lot of grounds you go around now, the away end isn't necessarily behind the dugout, um, behind the um goals no more. They're in the section. And what they do is they basically they have to have the opposite side of wherever you put people, the equivalent ticket to their home fans is the price you can charge away fans. So it leads, they've put you in the main stand as such. Opposite, pretty much on, on the home fan side, are the most expensive tickets. And what you'll probably find with QPR is they put their tickets up, and and that's why. Because if they're not the same, then you pretty much can do. They're, they're not allowed to charge you more than the equivalent place um, with that. And also, while we're talking about when I was found on the board, those two lads were, were pictured. Uh, yes, I was, John. Yeah, just 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 for a couple of years. But, yeah. Um, just on my experience, and I'll tell you a story as well to, to back it, is that those two lads who did the helicopter, um, alleged helicopter suggestion, um, to the um, Leicester and um, unfortunately got their self um, video doing it, I will be surprised if the club doesn't ban them for life straight off. And I will be very, very surprised now under the new football laws what have come in to do with hatred or disaster chanting that they potentially won't get a football ban, um, that the police won't try and do that because they have a zero tolerance around this at the moment and press and everything else will jump up and down on it. So standard, I think they'll probably get a, a lifetime ban from the club or at least a free five-year ban from the club as such. They might be lucky with a, um, with a behaviour order which just basically means that you promise they'll probably be banned for the end of the season and then they're allowed back next season, but they have to promise that they will behave. Otherwise, it will be a lifetime ban. This is just standard stuff what the club does to guarantee it. The fact that the club is preaching every single game now, you know, um, no hatred speech, no hatred chants, all of this sort of stuff to cover their own arse, that's why these two lads will be fucked. Um I remember when I was found on a board, there was a lad who I'm not going to mention, but if he's listening, you're more than welcome to mention yourself. It's down to you, who was kicked out. And I think he was arrested, de-arrested and kicked out and was going to be potentially banned by the club, but he didn't for allegedly starting a chant of you're a town full of nonces when Rotherham come many years ago. And he was arrested for that. And he was taken out of ground and banned and had a letter of banning pretty much because he was accused of starting the chant of you're a town full of nonces. So with the new regs coming in, and I'm looking to do a show with a lawyer shortly to go through a lot of these laws. Um, yeah, it it's madness. I'm not going to get into the right or wrongs of football chants and, you know, who ate all the pies and you fat bastard and, and whatever it is. Look, it's not my thing if you want to do 
you know, disaster chance or whatever it is. Some, it's not necessarily mine, but football has always been related around something or another. Whether that's Leeds fans doing the aeroplane to um, Man United or, you know, Swansea or whatever doing it to Cardiff, Liverpool fans getting abuse, etc., etc., etc. You know, it's not my thing, but it is whatever, you know, it is. But unfortunately now, you will get banned um, and clubs will ban you. It is as simple as that. I've known the people to be banned through being arrested for possession on a way to an away game, away from a club, away from any ground, being stopped on a train or a station, wherever it was, and their details were given to the club. And because the club has a zero tolerance around drugs, they were banned. So, you know, it, it, a football is not thingy. But if they do get a football banning order, they won't be able to travel away on holiday anytime England are playing or even now England ladies are playing. If they do get a football banning order, they will then have to surrender their passport two days before England plays. So, yeah. Gun that out of the way. It was only that I was talking about fan on the board. Um, Hutch is out for four to six weeks, apparently. We all knew it was coming. I've rattled through most of these ones, by the way, Mickey. Okay, so where the fuck are we then? Uh, we are <laughs> down at um, that uh, Dan Branch won't lie, stupid thing to do. 9.22 on the timestamp for you. That one there? Uh, no, no, two above. Okay, there we go. That one. Yeah, won't lie, stupid thing to do. My season ticket is down there, and I've never seen them before, so God knows. I've seen... I've seen different things and uh, where people have done stupid things at one game and it's taken the whole season before they're back at the game, before the club gets old people. Um, so, yeah, a lot of the people who do these things aren't necessarily weekly fans as such, but no, hey-ho, Most it of is them are what not. it is. So, yeah. Uh, if spreading hate is illegal, then the Leicester fan who filmed it and put it on Twitter should be nicked. Uh, no, unfortunately, we are probably the most filmed fan base in the entire world. And unfortunately, there is an awful lot of our fans who, if things kick off, want a video. There is a big, big craze and of wanting likes and thingy. Yes, we do goals. Yes, we might film crowd singing, chanting, etc. But we wouldn't be posting bods kicking off or, or anything else because all you're doing is basically depending how good your phone is is basically providing old bill with evidence to nicky powers or nick rival fans so um yeah i'm i'm not really against filming shit like that so yeah it's what it is uh baffling considering we lost our own chairman in a tragic way too yeah but on the same level do you not think that we you know certain fan bases will give it to us because they know they're trying to rattle us and they will. It's just one of those things that I don't really take any chance at football um, being too serious, to be fair. It, it is what it is. Um, you know, if someone walked up to me after the gown, after the game or something, can sell it to my face, and that's a different matter. But, you know, chanting is what it is. So, yeah, um, it is mind boggling, but hey ho, you can't. You can't understand what thingy. Anyone see that Richard, there we go. That's what we wanted. For anyone who doesn't know, Richard Creswell is, um, what's his name, Creswell? What's his name? I can't think of his first Charlie. name. Charlie. Charlie Creswell's Charlie. dad. 
and also Charlie Creswell's agent. Um, saying hopefully he'll be getting some game, he'll be getting some games now. Um, Charlie in the Millwall kit. Fingers crossed. Um, Leeds people I've spoken to, Leeds shows I've spoken to, reckon that they're not going to be look, looking to get them out. But hey ho, uh, fingers crossed. I'll have him back all day long, wouldn't you? I think I would go all out to try and get him, whether it be a, a permanent, probably un, unlikely, but on loan. Do what, do whatever you can to try and sign him because the fact of the matter is, his dad being his agent as well is probably a bit pissed off with the situation. He signed a four-year deal in the summer. Probably, you know, he had come down from into the championship. He played well in the championship. Probably expected to be playing games, and I don't really understand why they haven't. Um, why they haven't given him much of an opportunity. So I think there'll be a lot of clubs that would have seen or scouts or agents, whatever would have seen Cresswell's dad's um, post. And I would certainly, I would just, you've got to be asking the question, I think, because I think from his point of view and he's, and obviously Charlie himself, um, he clearly wants to play football. So if, if someone wants him, they'll probably jump at the chance to get him first team football at the moment. No, that's it. No, I see that. I see that. I totally agree with that. Uh, Neil, yeah, I agree with you, mate. Um, David Taylor, our keeper, was to blame for the two goals yesterday. Poor performance. Um, I, I do disagree with that, to be honest. I think he made some very good saves throughout the course of the game, kept us in it. The way Edwards wants to play with the bit more of a higher line, keeper a bit more involved with the play. Um, I think overall yesterday, Sarkis' distribution was quite good. There was one or two slightly dodgy ones, but I think that's even quite common, to be fair, for keepers at the top level. But I think the way he wants him to play, sweeping, playing quite high, you're always going to be quite um, open to possibly that happening. It's And, you know, I wouldn't have put money on um, Leicester being of all teams, the team just to play one ball straight through the middle of our centre-halves, to be completely honest. Um, so I don't think I can really blame Sarkic for that. No, I think Sarkic probably the the second goal looked a little bit suspect. Um, it looked like he got a hand to it, could or should have got a hand to it, um, and didn't. But the third goal, some people were saying that what was he doing? If he doesn't come, the bloke's got a one on one anyway, so he might as well try it and come out. He doesn't get the ball. He doesn't want to get a red card, so he he can't really bring the guy down. But Damned if you do, damned if you don't. If he doesn't come, the bloke runs through and scores probably anyway. That's it. And um, David. Good evening, Omar. Omar, uh, for those who listen to our podcast, Omar has now joined us. Good evening. Hello, guys. Evening. How are we? All right. All right. Um, yeah, not bad, not bad. David, yeah, no, that that is a thing. It's a new thing, what we're trialling. You should be able to skip them anyway. But, yeah, not everyone will get it. But, obviously, where we don't take your money... Um, some people might get an advert, some people might not, but it's something we're we're just trying. So um yeah, if if it gets too much, let us know and, and we're stopping. But to be fair, I normally see when an advert's coming, but uh, I was having a rant at the time, so yeah, you probably I didn't see it. So yeah. You say look, Daily Mill didn't didn't get it. It depends, I think, on your age group to probably what it is. So uh, if it was an erectile dysfunction medication, then uh, that probably says more about you than it does about us. So um yeah. <laughs> Um, where it, surveillance is a sign of the times, Mickey, mate. Even Millwall bods now have their phones out, like you say, and I've never been a fan of it myself. No incrimination comes from no evidence. Um, not very wise. Absolutely agree with you. Uh, anyone watched the Chelsea game? That Gilchrist we are linked with started looked okay. 
Yeah, he, he did. did to be fair. He got a lot of plaudits as well from a lot of their fans. I just think the fact he's now in their first team squad, are they maybe going to be a bit more reluctant to loan him out than they maybe were two weeks ago? But it was an FA Cup tie against the team in the league in the mm. division, but you know in the championship. So yeah, possibly. Uh, but he's also been he's also been in their squad and had some substitute appearances in league games mm. for the last few games as well. So I I don't know. I'm kind of skeptical about that. I mean, if there is something there, given it looks like we've got a bit of a defensive injury crisis at the moment, I'm I'm all for it. I do like Baz's. Um, you know, he's he's wishing well there that Leeds won't. Won't lend out um, Creswell to another probation, uh, promotion rival. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's great. So yeah, a lot of I've just missed Creswell's talk. Did we talk over his dad tweeting on uh, doing the Instagram story? Did we mention it? Yeah, yeah. we did. Yes, interesting take, yes. right? Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, what's your views on it? Go on, you say it while we go through this. Well, it's obvious. I think he wants to move. It's just whether or not Leeds will let him go. But it sounds like they're trying to angle for him to get a. I mean, his agent is anyway. Him and his dad are trying to get him away from the club. So the problem is they signed their life away, didn't they, in the summer? So he's got a contract there. Like It's not going to be easy to get out of. And there's a sense of the club will probably hold him or they'll let him, let him, let's let him leave for the right price. But you can imagine after the back of signing a new contract, being homegrown, being England 21, there'll be a fair price on him to cash in on, really, I think. No, let's see. You see, look, uh, M- MFC the- for life. You know, you just know Creswell will join Borough on loan this week and we'll get Todd Kane just in time for next Saturday. <laughs> Todd Kane rumour. I, I know where it started from because I saw him yeah. yesterday. But I, can't, I can't see Todd Kane join us, surely not. I can't. I can't, I can't see shocked. it. I can't. I can't. I said it yesterday. <laughs> I'm like, Todd just Kane. a random one. I mean, just obviously the... we're all... Go on, Stephen. Sorry, Dan. Just on the back of the Cresswell thing, the other thing with him, when you say there about him signing a contract in the summer with Leeds, the fact he was had a successful loan spell in the championship they dropped into the championship he you must think that he would have been he must have been promised game time he must have been promised something to sign a four-year deal and to be just completely shown out shoved out the door it's it's a really baffling situation i will say i do think funds might be a stumbling block for us but i would whatever we've got available for him i would try and do it 100 percent Absolutely agree. That. Would would you do it if he's the only player we could bring in this window? I would personally. If you think it's progressive, if you're thinking we should be alright this season and it's a step forward in improving that starting eleven for the long term, surely no. On a on a permanent, yes. Yeah. On a permanent, yes. If you can get him on loan, then obviously not. You you can't use up loan fees and stuff. But if mm. if there was a hint of signing him permanently, then yes, I would. I don't know I if he has take much the power risk. in it, but I imagine he wants to come to us as well. I mean, yeah, I, I that's if, if they say wrong, to him, I think want... he probably has a, ch- he probably would want to come to us. I feel if like they, if they say to him, you can leave on loan. These, these are the clubs that have been offered. You'd hope he might turn around and go, well, the mill will want me. If not, can you pick up the phone mm. to mill and see if they want me? Mm. No, I totally agree with you there. I think, you know, if we can have him, then yeah, we'll have him. And if we, you know, we can't then look at focusing on, on someone yeah. else, so yeah, um, that's it. If if you're not going to get him and you've got no chance, then you've just got to forget it, and move on. But there, yeah. but clearly, he's unhappy with his situation, so there could be something. Um, and again, it might only be a loan, but I, I certainly think there could be something. Um, yeah, something. Um, do you I'm think sure. it's on the Creswell thing? Sorry, but also like you see this comment from Jimmy, like you're talking about three million, and I, I the assumption is we can we afford that. What do you think is like a realistic like stretch that Mill can go to? I know it's January and they say it's a hard time of year, but 
Like, is we there was, a we was willing to do 2.5 for Nisbet in January last season, wasn't we? So I know there's like books to balance and FFP and we're normally quite tightly run like ships, so to speak. But yeah, what is the question there? You know, like what, what can it be? Um, mm. Will that be what is our budget or what's the realistic thing we can stretch to? Yeah. I don't know what you boys think on that one, but it's an interesting observation. I, that one. I don't know how much money we've got to go to, but I do think there possibly, I don't know if it was in our group where we were saying it, but I do think there's something to do with FFP or something with the constant scene we're promoting this sellout constantly. Um, you know, whether or not, I, I don't know how FFP works or whatever. I know it's all based on income, but yeah. Uh, Jay, um, Joan, is that Joan? Joan Dollard. Yeah, Joan, Joan Dollard. Um, thank you very much. Welcome. Thank you very much for being a new subscriber. Hopefully you join us each week. Um, the man in underneath me is Omar. He's my partner in crime. Who I started this with, but he is quite elusive. And Shut the fact up. that the fact <laughs> the fact that you are watching this for the first time and you've managed to actually see Omar is amazing because maybe there's the quite a few people. For that reason, the comment it, came in afterwards. So you know. <laughs> maybe maybe there's few people on here who've, who've possibly never seen Omar. They know we <laughs> refer to him, but they've never seen him before. But today he's here. He New Year, is here. What can I say? That's it. That's it. Um, Got to bring in at least three loan and one permanent. Uh, Chris, can I can point. I jump in? Can I jump in there quickly, Mickey? Just on the. No, not really. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> cool. Am I, am I allowed to? I'm sorry. You wouldn't get. I'm really sorry. You wouldn't get this sort of unprofessionalism on Lions TV, would you say? Sorry, no. Go on. Um, go. I was just. Gonna, I'm going to bring up another one of Jimmy's comments quickly. Um, this is one position I don't think we really need to sign, to be completely honest, the centre midfielder, because obviously I think Honeyman had a good game yesterday. I actually think Billy Mitchell had quite a good game yesterday as well. You take into consideration Savile's still suspended. Casper's been back in training. I think centre midfield's definitely a position that we're mm. well stocked in and somewhere that we yeah, don't need to really be um, looking too far into recruiting further. I think that can be money or loan slots or whatever that we can use elsewhere to bolster up in the squad. Maybe right back might have been one of them positions given injuries, but go on, Mickey, we can go back to the other comment now. Oh, no, it's just shout out to Danny Mack. Very good game. Shut the haters up yesterday. <laughs> I thought he had a good game. I thought, to be honest, it's hard to pick out anyone who um, had a bad game yesterday. I thought it was a good team performance. Depends no, who you it. ask. No, that's it. <laughs> depends, um, depends what 45 minutes you watched. No, that's it. Leeds. <laughs> Leeds last season allegedly wanted six million for Cresswell. Can't see us getting him for half that. Sell SA I, for ten, buy Cresswell for four, and Todd Kane for naught point naught 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 one million. No, we, I wouldn't want Todd Kane even if we were paid to have him. So forget that. But that's the other thing as well. If if there's a deal to be had elsewhere, would you look at maybe selling one of the assets that we have to? to reinvest in in other players is that something we could do personally i don't think the club are going to look to sell it might be a loan or two but i don't think they'd look to sell i don't and unless sa comes in with a stupid offer from a prem club then maybe but yeah i mean john thank you very much for listening birmingham fan who listens to us week in week out and he causes us less shit than arthur so um <laughs> and any post good comments arthur just posts complete shot. So, um, yeah, apparently Watford are putting a three million bid for a lead one defender. Aaron Cashin from Derby. Can't see Creswell being in our budget. Fuck me, three million for a league one player. 
He's good, but <laughs> three million pounds for a League One player, as you said. Have you seen how much Bolton want for Dion Charles as well? Like, probably, I'm going to guess that's probably five, six. I think that someone more. said, I've read somewhere saying they want eight million for Dion Charles. It's like, that's a League One striker. It's, it's I was about to say, the market yeah. nowadays that makes you wonder. <laughs> Who said takes up all four squares? You want about Omar? Probably. Or... <laughs> I don't, I don't. Richard Lace, Richard, Richard Lacey's there, so I can open that present in a minute. But I think Stephen might cry. And just there, look, all those badges what you have, gents. So you've got that one there, like, yeah. And I've got, your... I've got mine. I've got mine here. Don't worry. Yeah, I got, got my other. Yeah, well, here. what he's done is. Um, <laughs> he's made he's made all the key rings in he's made all the badges into key rings into key rings for you so ben if you're watching <laughs> and um so yeah the key rings are all there boys so um yeah you can have them um there there is a i don't know what's what we there is one for dan riggs as well um very nice so when you see us next down that one's for you um <laughs> and i have got one for what you call it which i do um i do in the hour mark um so those of you who want to learn for that so yeah um there's a question for you are we safe from rele relegation if so is creswell necessary for just a loan deal signing him definitely what's your thoughts on that yeah so i think that's what i think i'm pretty sure Stephen or dan said it like it's if we are safe which we're not but there's no there's no given but yeah, if, it's, if it's a loan deal then yeah obviously it would plug a hole but obviously we want it to be a, a permanent ideally isn't it if we're going to spend the cash how much longer can we keep using plasters to mm. Cover up. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't. used to speak about Leonard being injured a little while ago when I was, in the, when I was on my way back in. But dude, what about him starting yesterday? Because I, I literally said during the first half, ten minutes prior to his injury, I can't believe he started Leonard today. And like, because I, I think we was also talking about last week in the chat as well. Obviously, Hutchinson was injured. Maybe we're short on options as, as such. Don't get me wrong, but I, I couldn't believe that he started Leonard yesterday, especially with the run of games that we've had and stuff like that. And then fate has it, he breaks down injured, but. Hindsight's a wonderful thing. Chances of it actually happening, obviously, you know, you never never know. But what about that happening? Like, you know, just just our luck. But it was big big call starting yesterday. I felt we, like we could have as well. What's really really frustrating is we could have not played him and just gone mm. with a four at the back: Danny, Harding, Cooper, and um, Joe Bryant. So there was an opportunity not to do it. Had we have maybe not had the injuries to Wallace and Hutchinson, I think Leonard would have been rested. But as you say, hindsight. I would never ever have played him in that game yesterday, but Edwards did, and now has to suffer the consequences of, yeah. of that. Unfortunately, it's that's uh, look, uh, Edwards has been phenomenal over the last couple of weeks, and and you can see us progressively getting a lot better, and and we are, and he deserves a lot of praise for that. I thought yesterday he deserved praise for the way that he tried to go out and win the game, but a little mm. blemish over these last couple of weeks was was he he got that wrong with Leonard yesterday, but you live and learn. And That's someone so, else is going to have to step up. So it looks as if Rowett isn't going to Birmingham. Then it looks as if they're set to announce, according to John, that they're set Tony to announce Mowbray. Mowbray tomorrow. Good appointment. It's a steady appointment. Yeah, it's not the name that Birmingham owners wanted, but it's a good appointment. It's a good championship manager, ain't it? Good at yeah. his level. 
Did you guys say the South London Press reported Alethico Madrid was looking at a, Mac, a Marku even? It's not a Maku. We keep saying a Maku, but it's a Marku, isn't it? Everyone, Cole Bates calls it a Marku. I love how a... you've just you've constantly just p- tried to say how everyone pronounces a Maku wrong, <laughs> but you've absolutely butchered Atletico Madrid. That's what I was about to say. Do you want to read that sentence again? Atletico Madrid. I was trying to, to do fair, it for some reason. I was trying to do it done... with a bit of a a, 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 a Spanish accent. Well, he's done Atletico. He's done Atletico. So I'll let you off because he didn't. If you put a H in there, I'm sure you would have said it Atletico. <laughs> Welcome back, Omar. Thanks for that. <laughs> Sancho <laughs> <laughs> um, plugged the leaky defence, uh, but we're not scoring enough. Central forward should be a priority. Good, Mulberry, good appointment in my way. Yeah, Brighton uh, want that cash in. They went after him in the summer. I think they're likely to get him and loan him back to Derby. Interesting. Should we go back in for Simbly? Uh, Simbly, Sibley, Sibley, even fucking hell. Um, I don't listen. Don't don't just because you ain't been on here for a while, like, yeah, Omar. Yeah, I've just, been I'm fucking just, up names here, forever. I'm here for the vibes. I'm here for the good time, mate. I don't, uh, I don't think I don't think Sibley's <laughs> really set the world alight, to be honest. <laughs> out of the four on the screen, they? spot the odd one out. I reckon it's something to do with your lack of hair, personally. Just to put that one out there. Yeah, yeah, Chris is <laughs> that is now done as Chris, is Chris Brown's comment wrong, as well. Chris, <laughs> wrong, but... <laughs> Chris, be careful. Timeout's coming. <laughs> uh, Mulberry, good appointment for Brom. Fuck I me, mean, we're not a Brom. Yeah, it's bro. <laughs> um, good as level. Cheers to the laces. Yeah, uh, you wait and see what we've got coming up, mate. I think Stephen's going to cry on the hour, mate, or I'm going to cry one of the one, one of the others, mate. So yeah, great. Um, just um, so, how did we feel walking out yesterday? Anyway, of the game, out of interest, like how did you uh, feel walking out at half time, missing our oh, second mate, half? Yeah, I know, I know, I did. So I missed, I missed the surge in the second half. I had a prior engagement elsewhere, which we can double into if you really want to. But no, um, <laughs> but um, no, I, I think personally, like the vibe after the game seems to be generally positive. I feel like I, I don't think I think having the cup out of the way is probably a blessing in disguise. It feels like, but at the time, I was thinking let's have a little cut run here, but. I, I, I don't know. What do you, what do you think, Dan? What was, fe- what was your impression? Sorry, the, just to jump in there, the feeling was a good feeling on, on the performance, but mm. one of yeah. the fact that we know that our issues with finances are already, we're very, very tight. And yesterday, just with a Mac, the news of a Mac and Leonard breaking down, it's deflated a little bit because you're kind of still going into next week. Sav's last game of his suspension as well. Um, is Denori going to be fit so that the squad goes from being relatively healthy to relatively weaker? Uh, but one person being in injured is an opportunity week. someone else does, I suppose, right? Yeah. I think about, we keep banging the drum about Roman Essay. I think if Amaku was available yesterday, would Essay have gone on the pitch? Probably not. Maybe you know, not. Maybe, no. maybe that's the opportunity we've all been begging for for Essay to get his opportunity, maybe. No, let's see. Let's see. Possibly, so but it's, again, I think you're right. You, you're right with what you say there, but it's that at the back mm. now, we've got Sourful. Norton, Cuffey, Leonard, uh, Hutchinson and Wallace all potentially out for a, a couple of weeks and then however long with Hutchinson and Leonard. It's just, uh, the, in terms of the performance and the way that we played in the game, I, I don't think we could have asked for much more as a good cup tie and we, we did play quite well for large parts. Yeah, uh, you, It's just the long term. Do you agree with this one then, gents? Uh, Edward's interview this week where he said any additions need to have uh, athleticism and pace. So hopefully mm-hmm. that rules Ted Kane out. Um, 
And I'm going to someone... say then what I said to you lads in the group chat. Welcome, welcome back again, Ollie Burke. Third time. Yeah, I said it yesterday for a joke, but I, 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 cause I honestly can feasibly see Ollie Burke uh, I, I, I roll out for the third time for us. You know? Hold on a minute. He, actually, Omar, I don't think he can. Um, Did he oh, play for Wolfsburg yeah. already? Or... <laughs> I think he played for Werder Bremen earlier this oh, season. So. Hold on a minute. Can we get the Birmingham fan back here? If he's still watching, <laughs> can we just get his opinion on Ollie Burke, please? Yeah. If he's still there, can you just do us a little bit of a, a, little bit of a, a write-up on him? There you go. Look, Chris, what Chris said... That fella's right. One of them was fan on the board. The other three weren't. Nothing to do with baldism, thank you. No hairism on this show. Is anyone concerned going into the second week of the transfer window that Joe hasn't got any loan players in yet, was expecting at least one player to come in during the first week? I think on the back of three wins on the bounce, it, it eases the need to get someone in urgently, mm. I would mm. say. I think it's kind of... If we lost the last three and, you know, the pressure was starting to mount, mm. I would have expected us to be a bit more panicky in the market, personally. But yeah. I think when you've won three on the bounce, OK, now we, he did say, I guess, they accelerates now the, the need for recruitment after the injuries and obviously mm. the news of um, Leonard and Zamaku as such as well. Um, I think we will see more this week and hopefully we get someone in prior to Borough. I'm just assuming, yeah. based on what he said. But, yeah, I think because we've won the last three, before prior to, to yesterday, I think it's eased the burden of trying to get someone in, and that is true. Alex, is not right. <laughs> yeah, you, also, yeah, you nailed on there, Alex. Do you know what I mean? He's also engaged to a twat of a bird, but there you go. Allegedly, um, Alex. Alex oh, says, "Hang on, wait, John." John. Ollie Burke. Ellie Burke. Dress. I oh, know we're coming to the comments. Slow it down. You're like a little kid on Christmas Eve, mate. Getting your Christmas presents early. Calm down. I tell you down. what, I've got a great. Christmas present, my secret Santa going off track here, but so Ollie Burke <laughs> does dress. <laughs> I was well excited to show oh, this off God. from my se- office secret Santa. We've got table football. I did all right. <laughs> cool. How the fuck are we going to play it though? <laughs> I'll bring it down to. I'll bring it down to uh, next time we go out for drinks. I'll bring it along and we can go and oh, have a little okay. game. We'll have a little tournament amongst ourselves. So, yeah. <laughs> if anyone hasn't seen Ollie Burke's um, Instagram, it's worth a follow just to see True. the ridiculous outfits he does actually wear, uh, and he seems to enjoy wearing them. So um, yeah, don't want any more loans. Let's buy a non-league superstar. Yeah, the guy from Ipswich Town, ta- um, Aldershot. I'm hearing. Josh Stokes, I think his name is. He's a good. He yeah. is a good player, very good player. Yeah, uh, where are we? It's urgent now. His injuries are piling up. Uh, lads, you can have Ollie Burke. I'm driving down the mill all right now. Fucking headless chicken running around. All he um, is all he does. I mean, yep. at least at least he runs for him because he struggled to do that most of the time for us. So yeah, Brum supporters do not for you. Um, don't watch his TikToks, no. Um, just one for you all, all sitting there watching on um, on Twitter or on Facebook. Just a favour, just share the stream. Just press share. Share it out to as many of your friends as you can. Never know, we might get a few more listeners. So, um, yeah. Dan, you tall enough to play the game. I knew that was coming, <laughs> but don't worry. It's got age. <laughs> Where is it? Age three plus. So oh. I can reach the table. Doesn't answer the question okay. about height, I suppose. No, no. <laughs> no, no. It's, it's a typical journalist, isn't it? Avoid it. Avoid the question. Um, yeah. Ollie Burke. That's a brilliant like comment. A yeah. That's brilliant. He's got a nice motor, though. Yeah, he's, got a, um, he's got a Discovery, um, souped up Discovery, which sounds like a fucking supercar. Well, he's it's... probably on 20 grand a week, so he could probably. And the rest. It. And the rest, I reckon. So, yeah. Miss Dan's gift due to her 
a centre parks advert. Oh well, um, I'd probably be more entertaining. <laughs> to be fair, there you go. Um, so yeah, sorry, the, the adverts are trialing because it just helps with the cost to make sure that everything we do gets some um, gets paid for. So yeah, there you go. Dan didn't Dan get a train set? Now they've missed out there, haven't they? So um, we'll do a secret Santa among the that mill podcast boys next season, and I'm sure. Do you know what? We are going to do something special this month, but the end of this month, as Omar's on, I can say it. I wasn't going to, but I can. The end of the month, gents, to you boys, uh, the 30th of January 2020 was the first show we did. And we've done it with a power of mind, Pete Hurd um, and his boy, and we've done a review of the past decade, didn't we? We went 20, yes. 2010 to um, 2020, and basically reviewed the players and key matches and and everything else. And yeah, I can't believe that four years ago we um, we finally started with the first one. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And then, um, and sort of, uh, we, weren't, we weren't sporadic, let's put it that way, <laughs> at first. Well, we've gone a long way from sitting at the pub in Chisel last doing a recording and there was loads of background noise, mate, to doing this now, I suppose, eh? There you go. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know all right edit, I think, to be fair. But, so, yeah. <laughs> Should we dig it out? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you want to listen, go right to the bottom of our shows <laughs> and you'll see. And since since that first episode, today's episode going out, with, when this goes out to pod tomorrow, will be our 412th episode. Superb. So, um, Good so yeah, not bad. Uh, not sure if it's been mentioned. I went, as I went, AFK. off. Oh, away, from, away from Keyboard. Yeah, we'll have to go to Richard Criswell's Instagram post. Yeah, we didn't yeah. mention it. But what do, you, what do we think of Richard Cresswell's post, I take it? So, yeah, um, yeah Instagram post. Um, well, we sort of spoke about it, but what was your views on it, Omar, as you come in afterwards? I've already said it then. I did. <laughs> he, he did. Yeah, but he might not have been there. But, but um, that, I mean, Dan, what's your views of it, obviously, as well, in the comments, uh, Dan Branch? But let us know what you think and everyone else. But obviously, cryptically, it felt like he was saying he's going to be playing soon, and that means he's probably going to be moving away from Leeds because I don't see him getting in that side anytime soon. Um, it kind of felt like a slap in the face towards Leeds, but it means he's probably moving on. But yeah, I mean, but Richard is also his agent. Yeah, of yeah. course. So, That's not my point, though. But even if it, it doesn't matter if he's dad or if he's his agent, if it's apparently some um, sort of relation to the player, there's going to be some sort of relevance to it, isn't there? So apparently, Leeds are signing Luke Ayling as well, so that might just push him even further down the pecking order at Leeds. Leeds are as well. signing Luke Ayling. No, sorry, Middlesbrough signing Luke Hayley. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, Connor, don't believe fucking that. Billy don't Mitchell's believe story. everything you read on the internet. Thoughts on Sarkic from David Turner. I know you just put it on. Um, I've, I still I think there's a keeper in there that I'm happy to back for now. 
Um, I wanted to ask thoughts on Joe Bryan, guys, but I don't know if I want to start opening that kind of worms. But I've been holding Culpable for the first goal first yesterday. I've, there's a few players culpable to it, but I don't know what, if we spoke about the first goal or not. But We haven't, but we will now. Off we go. Take the floor. Well, no, because if you watch it back, and I felt at the time live, because obviously it's in front of me at Culpo Lane, he tries to play offside instead of backing Cooper up and Cooper's 2v1. And I watched it back again today and I'm like, yeah, it's exactly the same thought again. He's then, instead of trying to push out and help Cooper, who's two against one, he's then proceeded to go from like this edge of the six-yard line, in a sense, from running sites from the touchline to try and play offside. And he, he obviously got it wrong, didn't help out Cooper and then a delightful back ball, a ball to the back post and then the, the players nodded it in to be fair to him. But yeah, I mean... I think there's a player in Brian, but there's even time in the first half where I think it was a 50-50, there's a counter-attack, goes in for the tackle and the player, the attacker comes off the better of it and is running through again. You could tell there is, a like I think someone said to me yesterday, Brian's IQ is higher than everyone on the pitch. It might have even been Dan Riggs. Um, like, you know, you could tell that Brian reads the game very well, but it's just trying to extract that out of him. I'm not going to say he doesn't look interested because that's not fair to say after a handful of games he's played for us, but I am still think the jury's out on him personally. I don't know what everyone the- else thinks. The first goal, I was in Kitchener's. He, what he was doing, it looked awful mm. for, for what he was trying to do. It just, it got, he got it completely and utterly wrong. Um, I think there's a player in there. Interestingly, someone that was sat in front of me yesterday in the second half lit, come out and said the exact words, what you just said, that Joe Bryan doesn't look interested. Mm. Um, and well, we, I must we don't admit, have a coffee sponsor. <laughs> I must admit, I don't quite buy into that he's not interested but there's something about him where maybe it's because he's just come back from injury or he knows that he's injury prone but when he does go into tackles it's just a it's it's because he has to it's his job it's not a he's not going all out to try and win the ball but I, I think we need to see more of him to judge him. I think there's a real good player in there and, and and technical ability is very, very good, but there's something not quite right with him. And it might just be confidence in his body and, and trying to regain some fitness. So hopefully that's what it is. Is he better than Murray Wallace in that position? <laughs> For what we're criticizing, um, I'm sure we're say yes. <laughs> While we were on the topic earlier, though, of Leonard as well, like in a way, considering we had... Leonard, Watmore and Brian on the pitch yesterday. We're almost lucky the fact it was only just one of them that managed to escape with an injury. Mm. Yeah, that... I would have liked that's... to have seen Adam Malachi get some minutes yesterday, personally. Mm. Yeah, I, I think I would have liked to have seen a few youngsters get a chance, but I, I don't really... Do you know what? When I saw the team, I was thinking... I was like, oh, here we go. We're going to have a go. And then this game starts, the atmosphere is drab. And you're like, this is just... It felt like a pre-season friendly game. Mm. <laughs> it was like... Yeah, Leicester were rightly taking the piss out of the atmosphere because it was shocking, wasn't it? But, yeah, I mean, I would like to, in hindsight, I suppose he should have played a few youngsters, but I don't begrudge him starting his strongest 11. Do you if... think that some of the youngsters just aren't ready, though? We're not knowing. That may, well, it, you know, you, it, that may well be the case. And I said this, I've been banging this drum for ages. If you don't play him, you won't know. And in a game yesterday where, realistically, are Millwall going to win the FA Cup? Probably not. It was an opportunity to at least get them first team experience um, and give them an opportunity to play. But we were, in the, final, we were in the final 20 years ago this year. Yep. Yeah. I uh, know. And that, and uh, you know, one of the best days of my life. But we're not going to win the 25th FA anniversary then to do it again. <laughs> and when was it? Was it last year or the year before? To, I can't remember now. I did have, I did have it, but I can't remember when it was. Um, but we played Palace on this day in the FA Cup third round 
Mm. Yeah, might have been. And the route, they got beat. Yeah, at least they scored, didn't they? Mm. I think, Omar, back to your point with um, Wallace or or Joe Bryan, I'm going to not answer, but I'm going to divert it back to you. They're both fit next Saturday. Who do you pick to start a left back? (laughs) I think because it's Middlesbrough at home, I want us to be a bit more attacking. I'd probably start Bryan. If it's Middlesbrough away, I'd probably just start Barry Wallace. There's my answer to that one. Wow. What do you reckon? I think you can see my logic too. That I don't start Barry Wallace, for least, to be fair. I, think, I, I think, think if he wants to continue with this five-back system, both players might get a look in, to be completely honest, given the yeah, injury. Correct. As obviously, Brian is the natural option there, but it's just obviously he's getting the consistent performances out of him. Really, if, that's you want, the if he wants to continue with this kind of four-stroke-five hybrid formation he's playing, is a viable option maybe playing Wes Harding as the right-back in that Leonard role who can tuck in to be that centre-half? Because that's where he's that's where he's played a lot of his career as a full-back. Mainly was a full-back when he came to us. Is that possibly a viable option? And then you have Cooper and a Murray-Wallace mm-hmm. centre-half partnership. Brian, left-back? Mm-hmm. Uh, potentially, I, I think it's it all depends on availability as well doesn't it with if Leonard's and Hutchinson and, and uh Joe Bryan are all in, injury prone should we say Murray Wallace has gone from not having an injury in god knows how long to now having a couple within the space of what six to seven months so it, it will all depend on availability but I think I do like the idea of playing Joe Bryan at home and Murray Wallace away from home I have to I must say that that because away from home, if you if you feel like you can go and win the game, you can still make the change. Um, that that's not a bad shout, to be honest. I think that's just yeah. Like I think naturally away from home, we will have less of the ball. You know, I think hopefully we get another win against Middlesbrough and keep the feel good feeling going. Really, because I, yeah. I did, like I said, the performance yesterday felt in general, you know, glass half full. So I'm, I'm happy, with, a good I'm game, happy with how we I'm happy with how we played, but I, when we lose a game, I can never walk out the ground fully happy. And also, didn't we like? Wasn't it last time we played Leicester as well? We won three two as well, or we lost three two as well. So well, it was only it twice, yeah. And then this time it was their reserves, but we'll, put, we'll gloss over that one. <laughs> yeah, but you know, to be fair, their, to be their able reserves to still, their eight million pound striker. Yeah, but to be fair, to hold them like that ain't ain't bad considering how we were playing four games ago. Definitely. I think, I, I think Leicester highlighted just, you know, I think one of the boy, you boys said at the start, you know, they, they were just more clinical than us. It oozed yeah. of a Premier League FA Cup tie when the big boys come down to the den where like we might be, you know, more in their face, more up for it. You give them a sniff of a chance and they score and that's it. And th- you got to give them their due and that's why they're at the top of the table like they are Leicester. So no half, like, I just think it's just, it could on another day, you know, that first 10, 15 minutes, I think Danny Mack had a chance where he controlled it and shot. Nisbet had a chance, I'm pretty sure. What more had a chance mm. as well down the right? I was surprised to see what more get in the way he did and just kept going, 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 going. And it's like, it, you know, like I said, in general, it could have easily been, I think even Dan says at the bottom there, Dan Riggs, it, could, it would have been 6-3 us yesterday because the chances, you've got to be positive about that because if you're creating the chances, you just need to stick them away. Yeah. Um, if and I as, know. And as no, that we can see on our screen, Borough, I've got a midweek game against Chelsea. They've got a lot of players that are away on the African Cup and the Asian Cup. They've also got a lot of injuries, so it might just be a good time to play them. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. It might just, be a game that where we're not at full strength, it might not be the worst fixture to have 
from our perspective with our squad struggling as it no, is. No, that's it. That's it. Just a, a, a quick one. I'm going to do it properly this time. We've given us enough enough time to be able to um, to to get it in is what we need is that's the hashtag for tonight. Omar <laughs> is back. Yeah. Um, start hash, start putting that hashtag in. You then get yourself into a free draw. Uh, all you need to do is put that in the comments wherever you are. Uh, I don't know if it will work on, on Twitter because I think there's still connection issues. So you might have to go to Facebook or, or onto YouTube if you do want to play. Um, but all you need to do is just hashtag Omar is back. Um, and uh, you will be entered into the free prize draw at the end of the show. Thank and you for that. Mickey, can I just say, I know you was building up to the top of the hour. Have you seen the time? <laughs> before we do that, before we move on, just very quickly. We weren't moving um, on, mate. We we're cool. opening some presents, what potentially could make Stephen cry. Okay, interesting. Um, I just thought on the subject of injuries and obviously the squad being quite thin, I'm just looking through our fixtures. If I'm not mistaken, our next midweek game, does anyone have a stab in the dark and say when it is? It's February the 14th. I looked earlier, I think. I don't, what, no, a, what a romantic way to spend the day watching us. So, so we've got one midweek game in February and then we've got one midweek game in March. And then you've That's got on the, my birthday, by the way. Just putting and, that one out I there. I know bro. it is, mate, because I'll see you in Blackburn for that one. We'll I'm be sure. in Blackburn. <laughs> we'll be in Blackburn. Um, but I think... It's that's not a bad thing. I think it's with the FA. The problem is you can't sanction for is the FA Cup draw. If if you know if we get if I think who else is in the FA Cup? Who are we meant to play on the next FA Cup weekend? That might get we, moved. No, no, we got away with that. Is it Preston? Because Preston it lost to Preston. Chelsea. They lost to Chelsea. Playing, yeah, yeah. Even we, better. Yeah. So, so then in that sense, we've got two midweek games. It's it's not a bad time to, and especially with Joe as being the kind of coach he is, where I think you know on the training pitch he tries to set his teams up. I do think, and I'm, I'm quite positive about this one, like, you know, he's going to have a week's training with the players, set the team up to have a go on a Saturday. We could really, like, hopefully convert some of these uh, weekends to, to wins, I think. And I think <coughs> there's calls for being, you know, quite excited, I feel like, going into second half of the season. And also, uh, I touched on it on the last light of the live on Friday, we've got Middlesbrough, QPR and Preston in our next three games. Mm. Middlesbrough hit and miss. They've got a lot of injuries, as we know. QPR are struggling. That that takes away. You never know what's going to happen. And Preston have, have fallen off a little bit from their early season. Um, <laughs> it's three winnable games. If you can, yep. if we can just sort of patch the squad a little bit, and also if we if you do win on Saturday, we look a hotter prospect for any potential loans or any players that might be coming in the door as well. It, it, we really could, we could, as long as we can put eleven out to compete and the defence isn't too, um, isn't too exposed, we've really got an opportunity over the next couple of weeks to to push on. Massively, I, honestly, I, I do feel really positive about that. I, I kind of really just stumbled across it now, thinking about it, but it's just I think having no midweeks will work in our favour massively. Mm. What do you reckon, Dan? Yeah, well, we give, hopefully it will give us a chance to get players back into full fitness, which is obviously what we need. And hopefully it will give us a little bit more time to bed in um, the players that we know that are eventually going to be coming in in January. That's going to be uh, that's going to be two main benefits, I think, of that. So, yeah, I think that can only be a positive. Um, and, you know, maybe as well, actually playing that FA Cup fourth round weekend, I would hazard a guess we're going to be the only fixture. Maybe there might be one or two more. 
other than us, it's a good chance to get three points on the board and put a bit of pressure on teams around you to win their game in hand when it comes around as well. Massively. I agree. Soon. Go on, Mickey. You've got a gift to open up or something, haven't you? I have. Thanks very much. Let's go. Uh, I Let's don't know what I've done. Here we go. So <laughs> Richard, Richard's given me something with fucking half a ton of sellotape on. <laughs> And and this well, no, who's this? Who's this gift for? This is, I think, one of them is Stephen. Um, and I don't know. <laughs> one of them. <laughs> oh, one of them is no. That just can't really be good, good, can it? No, no. The the big one is for us as a as a team. Okay. It's uh, it's not it's not the real one, but it's one for. This is how all of us are feeling that we can't see it. <laughs> just I like turn it. it off. I love it. Turn off the comment, Chris. Um, thingy. <laughs> Brilliant. What a nice game. That's pretty love cool, that. actually. That that's is good. Cool. Yeah, yeah that. that's quite cool. Thank you. <laughs> love that. Nice one. I like Thank that. You Thank you very much. Thank you, Richard. That's Richard and Lou, that is absolutely fucking superb. I love that. That's brilliant. I'll right, buy you for that one. That's brilliant, gift. Thank you. Oh. Oh, Stephen. Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, Stephen. Look. Oh, God. <laughs> Unbelievable. That Stephen. is... Do you know what, though? That is... That, that, that Be is, careful. Be careful what you say. No, no. Because that, I'll turn it around in a minute. That is interesting. That <laughs> That is... That is something. Yeah, that is um, are, are you ready? Are you ready for the other side? Go on. You ready? <laughs> the suspense is getting up. Oh, I know. That's that's that's. Hang outrageous. it in the Louvre. Hang it in the Louvre. <laughs> Hang it in the Louvre. That, I want that picture in the Louvre. <laughs> the comment. The comments are. <laughs> that's brilliant. I love it. Oh yeah. <laughs> are going to make me cry uh, to be honest with you the fact that there's someone out there that actually takes the time to do that kind of stuff for us is um well is uh, uh interesting Look, but thank you I appreciate, I appreciate i appreciate it <laughs> thank you oh, oh connor, connor connor has put a challenge out for you <laughs> no no <laughs> That would be very conventional. <laughs> um, I am going to quickly move this on before um, it goes. We go down the same <laughs> route. <laughs> How about that then? <laughs> that last comment but, from Lee Lion Blue. Uh, you did. Thank you very much for saying it was you, by the way, because I was with my old man walking past the Windsor prior to the QPR game. He went, "Omer," shook my hand and walked off, and I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Next time, let's have a beer together, mate, because lovely to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> I was just and I, was, I even speak, I even said I mentioned it yesterday. I was like, if you I'm did to me, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you I did wonder like, who stole your Apple Watch though, didn't you? At least you know. <laughs> <laughs> and my old, went to, my old man went to me, who's that? I went, I don't fucking know, but he seemed like a nice gent. And I was like, but I was like, okay, yeah. And I was like, but I was like, next time let's have a beer together, mate, because I'm pretty, always nice to meet people like that. So yeah. I was <laughs> just having a quick look. Um, you boys might have to correct me if I'm wrong on this. That weekend of the 27th where we played Preston, QPR and Huddersfield both were knocked out yesterday, weren't they? That is or correct. this weekend. So yeah, that Huddersfield, fixture will Huddersfield, be on. Yeah. 
Um, I'll just say a huge, a huge thanks to Huddersfield. Usually I look at small teams getting big teams in the FA Cup with MV, but that was the one team I didn't look yeah. out of MV when the <laughs> no, tie was made. So yeah, Huddersfield, absolutely. on behalf of football, thank you very much. Um, Sunderland and Stoke. Obviously Sunderland were knocked out. Stoke were beat yesterday, weren't they, I yeah, believe? Uh, yeah. So there's, so there's another fixture. And potentially... Um, just looking at just looking through the fixtures, I think there's potential for um I think there's a couple of teams that drew in the FA Cup that have to play replays. So um there might be other games on or off. But there'll only be a handful. But what you touched on there, Dan, the fact that we could if we do manage to get some points out of the next couple, go into that one with other teams not playing, it does give us an opportunity to to go and get three points and say to yeah. teams right, go on then, match us. Hundred percent. Yeah. You, you often hear it when it gets to the end of the season. There's relegation battles or title fights, and you look at teams of games in hand. And do you think, from an outsider's point of view, you'd rather have the games in hand? But if you speak to pundits and managers and stuff, they'd all rather say they'd rather have the points on the board. So get the points mm-hmm. on the board and send a message out. I think. Yeah, well, last true. last year, the games in hand situation. I mean, I, I I can't remember what it was for us, and and having to games moved and and stuff and and other teams in competitions but i don't ever think it's ever done us a favor having games in hand what it didn't when we was under harris and we got promoted so i would rather get your games in play your fixtures earn your points and say to the other teams if you can beat us so be it but but lay down that kind of um challenge first yeah, well, sorry, even on the jacket, when that where the FA Cup run where we nearly got relegated, where we just had Chris Wood first half season, got to FA Cup semi-final, but at least we got the games in hand to win the games in hand, and then we just kept mm. losing, losing, losing. And then we got Derby away, and we relied on Palace to beat Peterborough to keep us up. I think mm. you, you want them wins on the table, you want the points on the table where you get them and, and even even if you're going to go years and years ago, the season we got to the Cup final, yeah, we, we were flying and we had to play so many games. I know that when you got to the Cup final, players didn't want to get injured and stuff, but it's still come back to bite us a little bit. Mm. So play your games, earn your points and, and see where you end up. There's some goodies in there. Um, I'll show you those in a bit. But yeah, Richard said, Stephen, look, what he's going to do for your charities is going to print you off 20 <laughs> of each of the key rings and then people can come up to you on the game and, uh, and buy them off you. And, uh, and then obviously you can put that money into your, um, into your charity. And I'll show you the earrings in a minute, mate. They're, they're quite cool. Um, of the ones what you're going to get. So, yeah, so that's all cool. Uh, points on the table is most important. Um, yep. If you haven't already done it yet, make sure you, if you want to get into the competition for the end of the show, it's Omar is back. Hashtag Omar is back in the chat. And, uh, and that will get I'm you back. involved. Guess who's back? Where you should be out there now, though, shouldn't you? Like that. Oh, actually, oh, I am gonna. I am going to, um, I'll do this now because I mentioned this to Mickey earlier and I'm going to get the listeners so they've, we've got uh, witnesses for this. Omar, um, we need to record a Who Are You? So yes. we need to sort that out. Um, I keep meaning to text you and I'll be honest with you, I keep forgetting. So um, <laughs> We'll get her <laughs> but Who we Are need You to do that. Definitely. We need to do that. Definitely. So people want your Hasbala key rings. <laughs> If you want, a, if I tell you what, if if you want a, a Hasbullah key ring, Dan, uh, we need to set a fee for a donation for charity for um, Richard to make another one, or we could auction off the one that he's already uh, he's already produced for us. 
There you go. <laughs> if you want, if you want that Hasbulla fucking Jim will fix it badge, <laughs> then it's a, a, a bid in the uh, in the chat for it. Then for Stephen's charity, there you go. If I don't even think it'd be a bid, I think Dan will be the only person in the comments that will want that. So I'll I'll, I'll start the bidding off with it with um, a pair of shoelaces. <laughs> What's that, Dan? You've just yeah. made 20 quid, top man. <laughs> you said a pair, where I come from, a shoelace is a tenner, so that's 20, yeah, 20 oh quid. Gosh, there you go. What's a shoelace <laughs> in a tenner? That's where I come from, mate. Omar? Always. Yeah, well. well Always. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So, so Dan's, also, Dan's bet 20 quid. Just, you need to beat 20 quid now. Up. Was it Derby away when Sean sent? Yes. Sorry, we got yes. Let's just threw his boots into happened. the crowd. Yeah, it did. It did. Happened. Someone loved and they threw back. back yeah, they, they did. Yeah. Yeah, Some of the players did. were throwing things in, celebrating, and he had a green pair of Nike tempos. I'm pretty sure. I remember it. Throws them in, and then straight away it comes flying back afterwards. I think I'm boot by boot. I was like, "Yep, sounds about right." <laughs> I can't believe that Sean sent Ledger and Jack Smith that's, and Jimmy Abdul in the <laughs> FA Cup semi-final. To this day, Jack Smith, true. Sean sent Ledger and Jimmy Abdul. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Absolutely. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> At least, you see, he could have been worse. He could have said, I wear Nike when I don't. I only wear Adidas or um, or Reebok. So you know what side of the old Kent Road I'm from. So, yeah. <laughs> and let's not go on that one again with Omar taking me to the opposition the other week, mate. Not the opposition football team, but the opposition shit pie mash. Oh, God. I don't want to do this again. We're going to have to do a little pie mash series, mate, and try them yeah, out. Yeah, we as that say, yeah, we can we can get something going with that. <laughs> Back on that one. There's three there's three contenders at the moment. So. I think we're going to finish. I think I think top half finish. I'll be buzzing with top half finish. I think we'll be like slap bang kind of. Yeah. Wealth. If as long as it's something to play for going into the last ten games, where it's like an outside chance, it means we're safe. I'm happy with that. That's that's what I want this season though. At this point, and let Joe Edwards get his philosophy in. I think people were talking earlier, and maybe it's a topic to talk about now or in the future. But I think someone said about Cooper maybe leaving in the summer. I don't see that happening because he signed a contract last summer. But I think it is going to be an evolution, and like the players will start to leave that don't fit into the style of play. Mm -hmm. um, and it will be interesting to see if he does manage to sign him on a permanent this window, who it is, because he's talking about pace and athleticism. But I think we'll learn a lot about what we're looking for as a, as, a, as a club in general, now that Edwards is in charge as well, what type of players we'll be looking for and to identify in the future. Um, in we the know comments where you think we're finished as well. Yeah, you know where we'll try and finish um, <laughs> and like, you know where we want to get to because, you know, we sign players that are, you know, certain age bracket and stuff. But I think what type of sign we'll make this window, if we do make any on a permanent, will say a lot about who we want in the long-term future of Edwards. That That's the big thing for me. That's the quite exciting thing to see what players come through the door this window because you'll see, it, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but if you do manage to get someone in from a Premier League club, like at the next calibre of player that comes in, you know that Edwards does have that pull. If you're left with the similar Gary Rowett type signings that, that tend to come in in January, then it's a little bit of much the same, but I don't think it, I don't think it will. Um, on the subject of Gary Rowett, something that I was going to uh, mention, I don't know if you all have managed to listen to it or aware have, of it. Yeah. Gary Rowett did a podcast with the second tier <clears throat> that was released this morning. And 
whilst a lot of it was around other clubs that they, I mean, he did talk about us and, and he, about, about the seasons. last 10 minutes of the podcast. Yeah. Talk. Yeah. Just fast. If you haven't listened to it, fast forward it to about 10 minutes to Thanks go. And that. it Perfect. talks about us. <laughs> um, but one of the comments that, that Rowett made was um, when he was talking about the, the heartbreak of missing out last year. And then he said that when, John Berylson sadly passed away. Millwall didn't feel the same anymore. Um, he has a good relationship with James, um, but it just didn't feel the same. Do we think that perhaps we went into this season? And I, I was talking. I actually was talking about this yesterday before um, before that that podcast was released. Do we think that what the events of the summer led us into the season being underprepared and a squad was put together that wasn't quite right? Potentially, potentially. Probably. I think, I think there's definitely a, a strong element of that. I read, I've not listened to the podcast yet, they, or the interview. I will listen to it tomorrow morning, probably more commute to work. But it's interesting, he says, feels different. It's, it's hard to speculate, and it's, it's, it's terrible, obviously, that John Berylson's not around anymore. But is it maybe John Berylson was quite, you know, loyal, and maybe James Berylson's a bit more, let's get results, mm-hmm. and maybe put a rocket up right its ass around there, like. Mm-hmm. I read that, when you're telling me that, that's how I interpret that in my head for some reason. I think that's like, a challenge, but to me, I take that as, because I have I think we've heard rumblings, you know, Joe Berylson seems to be, you know, getting into the nitty-gritty stuff for the club, and maybe John Berylson was here for 20 years, custodian, and he he had people in place that he trusts. James Berylson's now coming going, I don't know who these people are. Let me get to know these people. Mm. And maybe Rowett's then kind of thought, oh, fuck me. Like he's now, you know, trying to move the goalposts from what we want and what we had agreed with John. So I think that personally, for me, that's how I read, how I interpret that comment when I'm hearing it from you. I, 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 I think along, sorry, Stephen, I think along the lines of what you're saying there, I think John had championship. Let's get comfortable. Let's stay where we are. If we can make a move into the Premiership, then great. But if not, let's stay Championship. And I think James is, you know, I really want to be a contender with the Premiership within the next three to five years, maybe. And this is where I think we should be focusing on. And I don't know if Rarit really has the skills to be able to take us to the promised land. I don't even and... think it's objectives though, Mickey. So it's, I think more so in a sense, like we've all had it where a new boss comes in to manage you mm. one day and you're like, fuck me, this person's different. Like, mm. I, I think by nature, even though it's his boy, James will, James will be very different to John Berylson. And I'm only guessing, it's speculating, but it does, that, that's how, when, I, when, Jay, uh, when I'm hearing that comment from Rarit, I, I, I take it as, oh God, we're not aligned anymore. And it's not I, working. That's, I must admit, I, I actually sort of on those lines i actually took it to 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 the fact that i think rowett got comfortable with with john berylson and it was a comfortable easy conversation it was a you know they'd maybe spoke on the phone or have meetings and stuff and it was a you knew what you were going to get it was a it was quite a standard thing whereas i think when james come in that what he'd been doing for four years has gone out the window because James is not going to maybe be the person that's going to be on the phone to him all the time or, or getting it, you know, do you know what I mean? I, I don't necessarily think it was a necessary, necessarily a, he's got a rocket and things have got to drastically change. I just think the practices around the football club changed and Robert wasn't used to it. And I think it, 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 just, it just unsettled him and maybe yeah. the coaching staff around him. And that will naturally have an effect, I suppose, then on the players' performances, the manager. I, I don't know. I think the change was obviously needed. We felt it as fans, and I think obviously Radcliffe felt it too, and what he's said in interviews and stuff. So, yeah. And what also, 
what also is interesting from that interview at the right at the end of the podcast, he plugs Rowett plugs a plug a podcast that he's doing himself. I've listened to it a couple of times. And he's doing it with the guy who we let go when Rowett I can't David yeah. is it David? He's a major, like, um, like uh, yes. Yeah. And he said I've I've been friends with him for ten years. Yeah, we've built up a very good relationship. Built up a good relationship with good friends, yada yada yada. And I just wonder when you hear sort of snippets and as Mickey's mm. probably favourite word here, the uh, allegedly the comments that he wasn't very well liked um, with some That's of the yeah, with some of the players. Um, you put two and two together, they've stuck together and are now doing a podcast. It's hard to look past and and, and you probably think that there was actually something in that that they probably did. There probably was issues with he him. Was, yeah, he was. He, he was. And we, you know, I, I think... A lot of players didn't necessarily think he was that great, allegedly, at doing fitness reports, dietitian allegedly. reports, etc. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, <laughs> allegedly. And, um, and um, <clears throat> look, if he was that good, he'd still be here, wouldn't he? But he's uh, he left on mutual consent. Um, and I heard that he, you know, he, he, he was the only person who I've ever seen leave who thanks a lawyer for... Um, helping him mutually agree to leave football moves fast doesn't it like with Rowett obviously it's three months ago now but it feels like an age ago it, I, I don't yeah, know if that, that's just very, very, it, I think it, it's because we have played a lot of games though in a short space of time football yeah. moves on fast and things get forgotten about very quickly and like I, I think I'm still happy with Joe you know like obviously yes, we don't know what's going to happen but I think that the, there is a feel good feeling that I don't know we would have had under Rowett if he was still in now to be honest like I, I personally feel Glass half four. Mm. That's it's on the back of three league wins in a row. Of course, it is. But I, I, you can see where we're going with Rao. It was like, it, 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 I think it evolved from Harris, and that was it. And then it, it needed to evolve again. Harris had the yeah. same problem when he signed Bodvardson and stuff in the summer. That window, Matt Smith, Bodvardson, you know, Conor Mahoney. This is my evolution. It failed. Rao tried his evolution. It failed. And now we're going mm. on to a new manager. And you know, it does feel, you know. Exciting. I, I also think as well, it's interesting that had Rao had left in the summer, I don't think we would have got Joe Edwards at that point. I, no. just, I just don't no, think I we don't. would have got him at that point and it would have been a completely different direction. So right now, as yeah. of Rowett leaving, Berylson, James Berylson making a decision to appoint Edwards and or the club, whoever it was that made that final decision, um, we have gone from, you know, with the utmost respect, before John Berylson passed away, the plan was Rowett and him. And now, six months down the line, it's completely changed and we're going in a different direction. So I, I think for the better, we, I think we're in a good, I think we're in a quite a good place. Financially, yeah. there's a lot of comments coming through saying um, uh, Andrew and Dan and, and other people saying, what size kitty in an ideal world and can I'll we come to them in a we, I don't know. We don't know enough about financial fair play. I know it's on a three-year rolling period that you can only lose a certain amount of money. We've been told in the past by Steve Kavanagh, and it's public knowledge. It's articles on the online to say that we're very close um, to the financial fair play line. So what money we will have available, we don't know. In the summer, it might be different because you'll be releasing a lot of players, and and then lots more funds become available. But um, right now, we we don't really know. Um, not expecting it to be a huge amount of money, though. Thanks for answering the question. What was at the end of the final <clears> questions <throat> of the show? So, um, <laughs> cool. Just going through the questions. I love, what, this. I lo- I love this as well. A lot of these questions where um, 
I highlight some of the points what you put up through the show, and I want to come back to them towards the end where we're we're closing down. So they're they're more more based questions, which I think are a good way to to finish with, um, especially with you boys on. So um, Mark Hamfit, our first ever comment from Twitter. So um, thank you very much for doing that, mate. You're you're in the history books for that one. Um, Thoughts on increasing capacity of the Den, given the regular sellouts this season. Um, thoughts on there? I don't think they're doing the corners until we're um, until we've sorted out the regen stuff. Correct. It's part of the proposal, Mickey, that the club put forward. So I don't know if you. Uh, I need to find it. I, I think if you even no, it's up. not. It's it basically no, it it's is. not. No, it's not. No, There's it's a not. website. It, I, I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to tell you what it was. Go it's on. basically renewal said that they the club suggested that if they got if they got um promotion and whatnot they would basically look at filling the corners uh and the risk of filling the corners would be potentially that it would go to a safe standing arena that's where because these discussions were taking place once um when i was found on the board to be fair um and renewal yeah. also in their proposal were suggesting that they would um reclad everything outside and look at potentially um offering funds towards building in the corners as well renewal and, and that development is a whole new thing to, to, to the topic that is not even worth delving into now but mill will submit their own proposal and made their own website and i've got it here in front of me afl architects and it mentions potential for 30,000 seats. Correct. But there's so there is pipelines. We're not going to do it now on the back of nothing. You're right. Until there's a spade in the ground from renewal, which that hasn't happened yet. Because, <laughs> you know, that's that's a that's a thing that's just a cloud that's over there sitting. But, and but we've not have, even put planning in yet. Yeah, correct. But Mill have got proposals and drawings that haven't gone in, like Mickey's saying, but to have Mill's ground to extend to 34,000 on the back of the new new Bermondsey project. So the club will do something, I'm sure, if we start to succeed and, you know, long term. But, but there's a we've lot got, of ifs, but I've, I've got a proposal for a mansion on King's Road, King's <laughs> Avenue, for, for when we hit a million you're subscribers. Don't take away from that. But there is actually something if you Google it and type me all. No, I know, I know. I've got there, there I've is got stuff it. out there. To I've that got it. Yeah, I've got the architect site on my thing as well. So yeah, but yeah. Yeah, there you go. Um, who from Chelsea do you think we could get on loan? Remember, Joe has um Tuttle's number two. I don't give a shit. Go on in, go on in, Omar. Tell us his name. Remember, Joe has Tuchel's number two. <laughs> two calls number two yeah um, um i reckon we'll probably try and sign gilchrist personally i think we're gonna go i do think right. we'll i think we'll go for him but the thing is chelsea spends chelsea spend so much fucking money on players i've lost track of who they've even got contracted these days so. the whole chelsea story is interesting as well this is why i think i back up i don't know who said i think it was steven saying about how he got in the squad and he was playing yesterday because this is why gallagher's being linked to um tottenham gallagher's yeah, the only homegrown point. player left they can sell on They've sold all their homegrown players, Loftus Cheek, Mount, and this is how for, to balance FFP. They can then sell him on for sixty million to Tottenham and balance the books and try and sign more players and whack them on another six-year contracts. And, and stuff like yeah, that. I was about to say they'll so, whack all their players on eight-year deals and so, pay them for eight years. So the Gilchrist thing, I, I I hope we can do it, but it depends if Chelsea want to let him go. Um, but it's I, I think it would be a, a match made in heaven. I think he'd fit in with us, and obviously Jared was a trusted um, ex-Chelsea employee, so. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if we go for him. What positions do you think we'll get players in during this window, if any, gents? Winger, centre-half, striker. To quote yeah, Joe Edwards. And a left-back, maybe. 
the defensive recruitments has been fast forwarded, right? That's exactly what he said yesterday, didn't he? To was Mitch it Cowley. defensive like, or was it or just transfers on the back in of injuries? Yeah, so really to fast, yeah, fast fast track. track. So you'd think we're in the market. Who would you guys want on loan other than Cresswell at the club? Don't know who's available. That's the problem. So ask Aldo. <laughs> I, I, there's the guy, the guy that um, Chelsea have recalled from. Um, Nottingham Forest. Santos. Andre Santos. Is it Santos? Yeah, yeah. Someone be like the first that. Ever Brazilian player to play down Millwall. If we was to get him, cool. uh, that's a great so. question. I think so. we will come back to you on that one. <laughs> I'm going to go and say there's no Brazilians play for Millwall. I would I, say that Millwall holding or um. Gaza, if he's in the that uh, daily Millwall or Gaza, will be able to answer that question. It 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 on that on that question, who should who should who should we, who would I like to see on loan? Again, it's really difficult to answer that because, as Dan said, we don't know who's available. But I think I'm going to say something uh, a little bit rogue. I don't um, know if we're going to get Chelsea players. I think it might be other England under twenty players that may have played elsewhere that may come. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna also pick up on this because if this was something I meant to say, um Plymouth recently appointed their new head coach and they actually went for the bloke who was the England under twenty head coach before it was Edwards. So they've got Ian Foster. He left these roles to go and be Gerard's assistant out in Saudi Arabia. He's left that to now become Plymouth's new head coach. But he managed that England setup from, I think it might have been under 16s or 17s all the way through to under 20. So that's going to be another club. Um, and I think in terms of budget as well, similar budget to us. So I think that's going to be another team we're going to be, you know, looking at kind of the same players as. Top okay, knowledge okay. from this chat, by the way. Juan, I, don't I know. know. I don't know. Left back. I think it was a winger. Maybe a left back. I remember him. That was, that was years ago, yeah. wasn't it? That knowledge. So pluck that name out from thin air, guys. If you've Googled it, then fair enough. But if you've plucked that name out... No, he's, a, he's, a, he's an old no, enough. Even Connor Parsons yeah. got there first as well. If you've plucked that name out, fair play to you, mate. Um, was Morrow Gregors the last successful non-league signing we made? I can't remember any other non-league. Who else have we signed from non-league? Yeah, we haven't really signed anyone else from non-league. Might have been the odd youth player, but um, I can't Gregory think of anyone that's the last. Gregory's the last one, obviously. Gregory yeah. signed. There'll be one Gregory, obvious one we missed out there, but obviously, yeah, I'll probably. <laughs> okay, we'll get through these starred ones. So yeah, so do you think James Belson will give Joe a good transfer kitty in the summer, on par with what they gave Rowett or? Are we on the FFP limit? I don't know, but I can speak to someone to find out where they think we are with FFP. Uh, what size kitty? Um, secure us a top six. Oh, there we go. That's quite interesting. What what size kitty do you think we'd need to secure us as a top six team? 20 million? Honestly, how long is a piece of string? That's be, the thing, isn't it? It's, it's you, you recruit smart or you spend... Yeah, exactly. Or, how, no, much did, yeah, how much did yeah. Luton have to spend to build build their team? Exactly. I know, obviously, Luton yeah. is... Yeah. Even Stick Cooper with Forest, they signed the yeah. loan players and then they went on a skyrocket. Exactly. You know, I mean, that's the thing with us. You could sign you could sign loads of players and they all turn out to be like Zian Fleming in his first season. Yeah, that, yeah. If we if you get 10 of them and they play at the level Zian did, then you you probably do it like that. So, who knows? John's come back and said, I still remember Rowett's last game in charge of Birmingham. Uh, it was a 2-1 win, but it was the worst game of football we've ever seen. We know the feeling, lad. <laughs> so let's go back through these comments. There we go. So we've got Phil the Corners. 
Uh, I think we should be in a relegation. I think we would be in the relegation zone with Rowett. His style of play and the fitness levels uh, rapidly declining. It would have been inevitable. Do you agree or disagree, gents? Who knows? I don't know. I think he would have plucked. I think he would have probably. I think he would have stabilised the shit personally. I think he would have probably kept us up. Rowett's a decent manager, but we've moved on from right now. Fill the corners, <laughs> fill the den, fold the club, Amber. Amber, Amber, Ambler, out even. That bloke has never spoken to me, ever. And the Ambler. Yeah, most games this year have been a sellout. We must be generating record income. Uh, wasn't there a proposal pre-COVID to increase capacity at the Den? Correct. That was, uh, the, and that the was close to the being approved. There is, but there's been no planning done. Uh, have renewal broken ground yet? No. Not and Millwall hasn't submitted plans either yet. Um, and Renewal submitted a new master plan three years ago on the 22nd of this month. Yeah, that um, lads was signed, Jerry Floyd and John Oster. Remember, Steve Claridge always preaches this whenever I hear Steve Claridge talk about his time. Mill. I had Marlon King and Ashley Young in the office waiting to sign for us. And, uh, you know, Marlon King and Ashley Young, 2003, to sign for us. And I got sacked after 38 days in pre-season. Yeah. <laughs> Did you fly out of John Oster? I'd take probably both of them in their pump. <laughs> Do we want safe standing? Not really. Where the fuck would you no, put it? No. Currently, where would you put okay. it? Yeah. Couple because the problem is, is that real realistically, is if you already sit in a part where they're going to put it, and you sit down, would you want the safe standing with loads of people around you standing mm. when you you want to sit? So yeah. I think uh, I got kicked out of my was... seat yesterday at Millwall, by the way, because the South Light upper up was shut. Grinding my gears. You're in my seat brigade, was out in force, and there were fellow Millwall fans that always go, and obviously South Upper. Let's not normalise that, please, guys. Please. <laughs> was it was it original fat like normal fans sort of going? Normal fans are sitting South Upper and a guy around taking to get out of the seat in the South Lower. Come on. So I'm reserved seeing some South. If we're Millwall fans, we know this. Come on. <laughs> Dearing me. Oh, no. Um, any truth in the rumour that they're putting a lime bite parking bay in the car park? Possibly. And, and also, uh, lime, lime have their out, um, warehouse next door to next them. To, yeah, in Stockholm, Stockholm Road, by the way. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, they do. It's they right. We've had thousands loads of lime bikes there. Yeah. <laughs> do you know, that's a good point. I'm going to have to knock on their door and see. Oh, that's so. We did, uh, we did we ask keep, them if they yeah, were. We keep mentioning them. Yeah. Um, also, have we mentioned Danny Dyer a bit at the den yesterday? And how no, why? This is the beginning of the end of the club. I'm sorry. <laughs> Why is Danny Dyer walking? Okay, well, allegedly. Well, what is allegedly. On, what is, is happening? Well, I saw this one outside of Common West Ham Country Fair. I will say right. that. Can I just, can I just say there? one thing, right? Under, <laughs> it, hang on. Under no circumstances, let's just get rid of this comment, right? Mickey Wren. Under no circumstances is it acceptable to have your picture taken with a vermin cunt at Millwall? I don't care who you are. And the worst thing is, is there was a Spurs fan come to watch Millwall versus Leicester and then had a picture with Danny Dyer. <laughs> I know Danny Dyer knows a lot of Millwall bods and he's pals with a lot of Millwall bods. If he wants to come to Millwall, that's fine. And I know that Football Factory is on the verge of coming, of the new film being done and Nick Lowe is a Millwall fan. And I know that obviously when they done the first football factory, most of the bods in there were proper Millwall fans, shall we say, without going into too much detail for some of the scenes. So I understand the connection, 
But allegedly, so I've heard that it's not the first time he's been down to watch us. Um, so, yeah, very strange one. If anyone knows the reason for it or can confirm the reason for it, then, um, yeah, let us know. Sancho at Forest from Chelsea. Brasilia. Chelsea won't play an experienced 20-year-old at centre-back for the rest of the season. Surely they're loaning and we're first in line. Hopefully. Keep the den as it is. Uh, how I wish we kept Highfield Road. CBS is Coventry great. Fan. Ball, it's Coventry. Yeah. Yeah. But 50% of the time, it's not. Uh, I kind of come up with that. Unbelievable shout. Fred. We had a Brazilian, yeah. We had a Brazilian fella from Arsenal a few years ago, left back. Correct. Uh, Marco Van Basten in his prime. Uh, Jean Junior played for us in 03. Wasn't he Brazilian? That just looks as if you Googled that, doesn't it? And then just added in a couple of question marks just to make it look as if you haven't Googled it. <laughs> Jonathan Panzo being recalled by Forrest played with BNC at Coventry last season. I wonder if he put a word in for us. Uh, Santos will be here. Yes, Cooper's late foul. Uh, Charlie Sagu Jr. of Arsenal forward winger can play with both feet might get him if Arsenal are happy with Cuffey's development under Joe Cooper got to go in the summer probably to Rangers Santos is coming Morrow Sutton manager good luck to him yep good luck to you mate uh, Smith Cooper uh, Smith could have been quality if we had if he had a stronger Harry's head. I think he's yeah. referencing yeah. Harry's. Like yeah. We were talking about referencing. Mm. I mean, like Alfie Pavey, didn't he? Like scored two hundred goals in like two seasons or something for Maystone. Yeah, it's Jamie. Jamie Philpot, I think it was actually. Yeah, yeah it was. Ooh, I'm sure I'm gonna challenge you guys on this. Alfie Pavey got all headlines in in when he was a youngster. I'm telling right, you right I'm now. Go I'm googling it. Oh, let's go. It was Alfie Pavey, 100 percent getting headlines. I, I'm telling you now, he broke all records at non-league level for under 14s or something. Alfie Pavey. I'm sticking my neck on the line on this one massively. Yeah, Maidstone Jew Franks Pavey scored over 300 goals in three years. Thank you. 124 Bang. in his final season. End the show. We're done. Thank you, guys. That's unbelievable. Thank you. And now, we, <laughs> now, and now, if you look at his CV, he's played for more clubs than Tiger Wood. <laughs> <laughs> Alfie Pavey scored. There you go. I said 200 in two years. 303 years. Alfie Pavey. You're welcome. Thanks, guys. <laughs> he secretly loves us. Football Factory was shit, as was Green Street. Only good footy film is The Firm, Gary Oldman. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll testify to that one. I know a couple of Millwall fans were in that as well. So, yeah, well-known Millwall fans who say we're in that as well. So, um, yeah. Right, then, we are done. Um, where is it? Don't worry, Peter. We're, uh, we won't do it again. We're only testing it. So, yeah. Um, last chance, then, to get in with your hashtag Omar is back. You've got about 30 seconds. Gents, we will go to you. Any final words from you, Omar? Um, thanks for having me. Welcome. Stephen, any final words? I uh, just hope that there's a little bit of activity this week in the transfer market, and we'll see what the week brings and roll on Middlesbrough. Yeah. Train spotting Dan, any final words? Uh, welcome back, Omar, and... Yeah, as Stephen said, let's hopefully we can get a couple of uh, players through the door this week. And um, I think if we play like we did um, v Middlesbrough, like we did against Leicester, I think we'll I think we'll be good value for three points. 
Yeah. Who remembers Charlie Hearn? So yeah, mate. All of these come a million miles <laughs> yes. from when Omar yes. was doing TMP with his puppy. Oh, oh yeah, mate, Christ, many <laughs> miles away. That. <laughs> right, we're done. We come out of there. We go there, and we will go draw. Oh, bang. Oh, hey. <laughs> Biggie. <laughs> Biggie, you will be winning one of these key screen, Mickey, so we can Please see properly. Mikado. You're, you're hidden behind the badge, Mickey, there, so. there we go. You'll be getting one of these key rings. Very nice. Um, Mickey, and do you want the light over that? Do you want me to... Um, because oh, he sits in front of me at home games. Do you want me to pick that up? Yeah, yeah, week and yeah, I'll yeah. bring it on. Big E, I'll bring that next Saturday if you're there. All right, there we go. That's easy. And um, and Aaron, if you're watching, I'll put your bits in the post this week. Um, let us know um, if you like those bits and pieces and we're done. So, um, yeah, that is, that's it from us. Um, we have to have one of these because it's... Um, Tradition. Shut the fuck up, Joe. And uh, and that's pretty much it from us. So we are back next week. This will be out as a pod tomorrow. Um, and that's it pretty much. Uh, I was thinking of something to play, but I can't be asked. So we're just going to switch it off. And we'll see you again next week. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.